At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VEASAN's Betting Across America, live from the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. I am situated right outside the sportsbook. Adam Candy here along with James Salinas in Denver, Colorado, as we get you prepared for a great day of NBA betting, the NHL, of course, on tap here soon. Baseball games are getting started Right now, right this moment, uh, James, I know you have interest in a few of these games. Let's talk first about the you, what is usually the marquee game of its day whenever it tends to happen, Yankees and the Red Sox. Red Sox won the first two games of this series. Yankees visiting Fenway, trying to keep up with the first-place team. It's a 1.10 p.m. Eastern start today, and the Yankees will roll out their ace trying to salvage at least one in Fenway. Not going here. I, I did take the Red Sox last night, and I was really betting on Ivaldi. Now, it was in, interesting breaking down Ivaldi's numbers from how he's pitched in Fenway. He's only given up one home run in the first 10 starts. He gave up one late when they were trying to get him eight innings uh, last night and finally just ran out of gas throwing 109 pitches. But that's where I'm going here. I'm going to go oppo of what I did last night. Not so much I did take the Red Sox for the full nine, but in this case here, with now with Rodriguez on the mound here, this is somebody I've been betting against 
against here and there, and this time I'm betting against him in a sense where we're betting against human achievement again tonight or today for that matter and here this morning. Rodriguez, his prop, his player prop or his pitcher prop as far as his outs are concerned are sitting at 16 and a half. It was juiced slightly to $1.15, and I bet the under there. Now, Rodriguez has only thrown six innings twice in the past 10 starts, so he's not somebody that goes deep into games uh, and against this vaunted, even though we're not seeing it a whole lot of the Yankees being able to string a lot of hits together. They live and feed off the home run here. I think this is what we'll see here. I think for a, a bullpen that got a little rest last night, only had to record an out and a third, so just four outs having to record for that bullpen, I think we might see a Boston team that wouldn't be apt, wouldn't be averse to having to go to the bullpen early considering they didn't have to go to him much last night. So that's where I went here. Under 16 and a half outs, laid 15 cents with Rodriguez on the mound for the Red Sox. Well, James, there's one thing that might not show up in the statistics, but I can tell you as a Yankees fan is an immutable law of the Yankees going against Nathan Ivaldi ever since Nathan Ivaldi left the Yankees. It's not going to go well for the New York Yankees. Uh, he matches up very well against them. It was a smart play last night with uh, his arsenal of fastball and breaking stuff. A very bad matchup for the right-handed heavy New York Yankees. Staying within the division, the Orioles and the Blue Jays. It's Lopez and Stripling today as a rough, rough season for the Baltimore Orioles continues here against the Blue Jays. Blue Jays a heavy favorite, minus 235. Orioles back at plus 197 with a total of 10 and a half playing in Buffalo. Too heavy for me to lay as far as big price like that. I laid 15 cents on Ross Stripling going over his player prop or his pitcher outs here at 16 and a half. Now, we've talked about Stripling over the last month or so, and I've been riding him here and there with these pitcher props because what happened, he had a dreadful start back in mid-May against the Red Sox, and what happened was they have recognized that he was tipping his pitches, so they worked with they worked on the mechanics of what he was doing that was giving away what the pitch was looking like because teams were teeing off on him, and in particular of the Red Sox. Since then, his last six starts only given up nine earned runs. So he's been able to fix that. What they did, whatever they found, tipping the pitches, they found that he's fixed it. Last six starts, like I said, only going giving up nine earned runs, and he's averaged six innings per start since that since they fixed that correction for his mechanics there. So I think here that's where I was going again. It's a light hitting team. We know that with the Orioles, they're better against lefties than they are righties. So in this case here, I'm going with Stripling. Didn't I like the, the Jays in this spot. Too big of a price for me to lay, but just laying 15 cents. And now I'm looking at it. It's actually, I'm glad I got it earlier. It's now sitting at $1.30 for Stripling to go over that 16 and a half outs. I guess I'll still recommend it, even though I don't like having a missed juice like that. I'm glad I got better juice laying just 15 cents. The, the Orioles are 24 and 53. It is not a lineup that since the first, say, three weeks of the season that has posed any threat to opposing pitchers. And James, uh, as you talk about Ross Stripling, Keep an eye on these guys who were cast off from the Dodgers rotation. Uh, Ross Stripling is one of those guys who has plenty of talent, just never really had the opportunity in what was a loaded rotation in Los Angeles. Goes to Toronto, obviously not quite as ideal a pitching situation, but it is much more of an ideal pitching setup when you are going against the Orioles and when you have that Toronto Blue Jays lineup behind you. Betting Across America is live here from the South Point in Las Vegas, as well as Denver, Colorado. I'm Adam Candy, joined by James Salinas as we get ready for today's big baseball card, Yankees and the Red Sox, as we just discussed. And I know of these games starting right now, one more of interest to you, James. And frankly, this is one where even and if I weren't betting it, I think I might want to tune on in to the Phillies and the Mets today as we've got Zach Wheeler visiting Marcus Stroman. 
Now, we know Marcus Stroman, a little bit of an injury concern, maybe a little bit of a mental concern uh, as well, coming back off bereavement, uh, having just lost his mom. Uh, Mets are minus 119, Phillies plus 109 today, pregame total seven and a half. Yeah, and Stroman said it was his grandmother, and and, cele- and he was celebrating her life really. And I think for Stroman, that's there's some inspiration there. Yeah, he's coming off bereavement, but I think he's going to be inspired to go out and give a, a fine performance, like he's been doing all season for the Mets. Stroman has pitched incredibly well for New York thus far, and yeah, he did leave with that hip injury. He only pitched one inning against the Cubs in his last start last week. Uh, did have his MRI. MRI came back clean on the hip. It was a hip injury, is what it was, and. Then his bullpen session on Friday said everything looked good, gave him the green light. That's why he's got the ball today. Uh, but looking at here, he's got a minimum to have Stroman, minimum of six inning pitch in each of his last eight starts. So this is somebody that gets the ball. He, he he works right in there. He goes after hitters. I like it. He's not nibbling. He challenges hitters. And I think in this spot here for Stroman, maybe there's some inspiration for him uh, to, to celebrate the life of his grandmother who just passed earlier the few days ago this past week. I did another pitcher prop here. I didn't play any games. I've been kind of all over the place this past week and doing pretty well betting baseball. In this case here, the only places I could go today were finding these pitcher props, and that's where I'm going Again, Stroman, over 17 and a half outs, laying $1.20, considering that each of the last start, each of his eight starts previously, minimum of six inning pitch. They let him, they, they trust him up on the mound. I think he has a good day today against this Phillies team. So I, I laid the 20 cent juice, bet the over 17 and a half outs for Marcus. All right, James, that gets us the baseball plays here for the early card. Let's look back at what happened last night in the National Basketball Association as we turn the clock back roughly 25 years with an 84-80 score between the Phoenix Suns and the L.A. Clippers as the Suns grab a chokehold on that series at three games to one. You get your usual 25 out of Devin Booker, but how about DeAndre Ayton last night? 19 points, 22 rebounds, four blocks, and three assists as the big man ends up being the difference for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Let's start here with the way this game played out last night, James, because lowest scoring game of the entire 2020-21 calendar, and I I would have thought that might have favored the Clippers considering their lack of scoring options, but here we are with the Suns with a four-point win and obviously win as uh, on the side as well. Was very fortunate last night that they brick the bricklayer convention was in Los Angeles at <laughs> Staples Center because and it, I'll, I'll be I didn't I like the under I didn't end up playing the under the the number started moving against me before I could catch it and I don't like missing numbers so I stayed off the total even though I did favor the under there and I favored the under in that matchup ultimately for thinking about all right number one big game two to one series lead for the Suns and need a bounce back for the Suns now you did have Chris Paul coming back and had a game under. His belt after missing the last 10 days and being away from all basketball activities wasn't able to go and and be at the court he was just shooting around he said I'm just shooting around at my house doing state farm commercials and and that's the extent of what basketball he got to have during that layoff and we clearly saw that in game three but what I liked about seeing what he got was his shot selection he got where he wanted to and that was really key for me was where was he going to go did he struggle did LA take away where he loves to live in that kind of foul line extended area you know he likes to shoot that 
little pull up and that little step back, but also gets others involved. And we saw that a lot off the ball screen. You mentioned DeAndre Ayton, sensational game, and sure appreciated having Chris Paul back in the lineup. Now, Ayton's been good in each and every one of these games, all four games. He's been a factor, uh, both on the offensive side, putting the basket in the hole, but also rebounding as well. Monster game for him tonight. So he really appreciates having Chris Paul back to get so many easy looks. And uh, last night I was back, I went into the prop market is really where I went with this game and was betting everybody under. Paul George going under, figured fatigue was going to set up for him. We've been seeing it. Grind of a playoffs, not only this series, but the entire playoffs for this Clippers team. Then obviously shorthanded with no Kawhi Leonard out there as well. Paul George having to carry that offensive load with no Kawhi the last six games and as well as defensive side of the floor, a lot more energy expended because Kawhi Leonard is not there. And finally caught up to the Clippers. I mean, what I saw to the Clippers last night, absolutely no ball movement. No ball movement, no player movement, a lot of one-on-one isolation basketball, a lot of shots from deep. And I think a lot of that factors in because of the fatigue, not only through the series, but collectively through the entire playoffs. Now moving on to game five. Adam, I, I just don't know what the Clippers have left in the tank. I mean, I feel like they they put it all out there last night, couldn't hit any shots, neither could the Suns. Ugly game when it comes from a, a shooting perspective for both teams here, but now the Suns going back home. Clearly, it is a home a home court advantage for that young Suns team when they're with their fans, because that, fa- that fan base really gets after it there, and they feed off of that energy. I just don't know what the Clippers are going to have left in the tank to combat the Suns, because I think now we'll see a better game out of Chris Paul. Again, he got the shots he wanted. They weren't going down. A lot of in and outs, a lot of around the rim shots going down or bouncing out of there, but shots he wanted. Dever Booker discarded the mask. He's done with that. We'll see a better game out of him, and I think that bucket's going to look bigger for a lot of those younger Suns players when they go back home. So let's talk a little bit of theory when it comes to how you handle the rest of this series, depending on whether you think the Clippers have anything left in the tank or not, because they are 13 to 1 to come back and win the series. Now, obviously, uh, that is a pretty long shot, both on board and in reality. But we saw the numbers flash up there a moment ago. Clippers plus 190 in game five. I see Suns to win the series four games to two at plus 450. Suns to win the series in seven games at plus 750. So let's just talk about this, James. If you thought that the Clippers had something left in the tank here, would you be more inclined to be looking at one of these series prices or would you just be playing money lines game in, game out and see what you could do with Los Angeles? It probably would just be the money lines and try to, yeah, if you want to do that, roll it over. I think now it's a tall task. Three to one, you've got to you've got to roll out, right? They've got to win three straight here, and two of them have to be in Phoenix. So a tall order for the Clippers, especially without Kawhi Leonard on the floor. I think that's the biggest factor here that yeah, we and we're seeing this a lot of teams are missing players. We don't even talk about Brooklyn and how banged up they were. So many players, Chris Paul being gone for the first two games here for, for Phoenix, but he's back now. Well, Kawhi Leonard is not going to come back and it clearly continues to fall on Reggie Jackson and Reggie Jackson has been playing very well throughout the playoffs and in particular the series too but it falls on Paul George and right now he's just he looks exhausted to me and seeing where his shots come from a lot of times I'll look to see where does the shot come not only within the the framework of the offense how quickly are they settling for it he's taking shots early in the offense shots from 25 plus feet away and he's not shooting the ball well and so much of that I mean is one of nine from three points 
three-point range in five of 20 last night collectively from the floor, uh, but just no offensive no offensive rhythm right now. I think the, the legs are tired, having to expend energy on both sides of the floor throughout the duration of 17 games now in the playoffs. You know, they're alternating games every other day, a lot of travel involved this year with not playing in the playoff bubble. I just can't get there, Adam. I just can't get there with the Clippers in any way to, to get, say, they get themselves back into this series. I think they get closed out. I think it's, I think rather than laying the Suns here, I think I'll lay the Suns. I'm seeing five and a half here. I think it's going to be a one-way streak. I think Phoenix back home now, another game under the belt for Chris Paul, two games now. I think he'll get, he's getting the shots he wants. Like I said, I think he'll start to see those balls, the ball go through the basket, as will Devin Booker, as well as a number of other Suns players. It's going to be a raucous, rowdy crowd. They are not going to let this opportunity slip away from them. One game, one more win to get to the NBA Finals, where Chris Paul has been so desperate to get there. I think they get it done on Monday. So, Adam, I just can't find a way to say I'm going to get back involved in this series with the Clippers. I understand why the margin for of error for the Los Angeles Clippers is extremely thin right now. That wasn't a terrible performance out of Paul George. You get 20 out of Reggie Jackson, but of course, this team was built for Paul George to have this kind of night and Kawhi Leonard to carry the rest of the load. I'm not ready to write them off entirely just because we have seen this team fight its way out of some much, much larger holes against some good teams. However, Ty Lu saying a 3-1 deficit is very doable to overcome. I don't think he has LeBron James to overcome the Warriors uh, this time when it comes to that 3-1 deficit. And as we get ready to talk about the game that we've got coming up here later on, James, I think what we see is that we have essentially three healthy teams Three teams that have not had to deal with their star being out for significant periods of time in these playoffs that are going to make their way through. Uh, we've got the Phoenix Suns. It's been on and off with Chris Paul. And now as we get a look at Milwaukee going to Atlanta for game three of the Eastern Conference Finals, 8.30 p.m. Eastern start here this evening, we see Giannis and Chris Middleton and the healthy Bucks against Trey Young and the healthy Atlanta Hawks. Uh, one game all as we head back to the ATL. Milwaukee is minus 400 to win the series. Atlanta is plus 310. Bucks land four and a half tonight. Total 224. Uh, and it was quite the avalanche that the Bucks put out there in game two. It sure was. Bucks got what they got anything they wanted anywhere on the court that they wanted. I think that's the concern with me with the Hawks is you talked about injuries and, and being healthy. And for the most part, Milwaukee is healthy. They did lose DiVincenzo in that first series against Miami. Uh, but now with the Hawks, Hunter not being able to come back and participate in these playoffs, he's their best lengthy defender out there on the perimeter. His loss really hurts because I think what we're seeing now is the other players on that perimeter having to step out there and make plays and Bogdanovich, he's out there, but he's clearly not healthy. He can't guard anybody off the bounce, so can't stay in front of the ball. Herter's not a great defender, and then really, they Trey Young, they try to hide Trey Young. I saw Trey Young playing a number of possessions against Tucker in the, the last couple games, so where can they hide him at? Because his 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 ability to stay in front of the basketball is a, diff, is a difficulty for him as well. He's totally, his energy is going to come on the defensive side for Trey Young. Here, though, thinking about the Hawks, I mean, I see some plus fives out here for Atlanta to come back home, a bounce back spot. And I think that's, I haven't gotten involved here. I did, I played, I didn't do the game on game two. I bid, I did take the Hawks game one plus the eight and a half. I didn't get involved game two with the 
side. It did take the total and lost that total going over two and a quarter here. And the Bucks did their part. It was the Hawks just couldn't get anything going. Really, it was the matter of the Bucks. Adam just decided, oh, yeah, that's right. We are in the Eastern Conference Finals. And, yeah, we're not playing the team that we thought we were going to play in the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, but we've, we wanna, don't want to fall down 0-2. We better bring it on the defensive side. And that's exactly what they did to combat Trey Young. Kept him out of the middle of the floor. Kind of similar to Chris Paul, who loves to get in the middle of the floor. Uh, and different game, obviously. But loves to get in the middle of the floor and create plays, not only for himself, the teardrops and the floaters that Trey Young is so great at putting in the hole, but also bringing, drawing interior defenders, kicking those, you know, getting those lobs into Capella and Collins. I think that's where the adjustment's going to have to be from Atlanta. Can't just go back to the well of what they've been doing. If Milwaukee's going to funnel everything to the perimeter on the outside the free throw line, how do they get Young back into the middle of the paint? That's going to be the key for me to see here. But on the defensive side, Adam, I just don't know what other uh, I don't know what other adjustments the Hawks can do right now, just based on the personnel they have there on the court. So let's talk about something here that I think people will be thinking, James, as they look at this game tonight. And I think you could look at it from both sides, but I'm curious your perspective on how this might affect your handicap of Bucks and Hawks here this evening. You can look at all of the starters for these two teams, with the exception of Kevin Herter and Drew Holiday, and say none of them top 30 minutes in that game. Because that game was essentially over at halftime, then you had a lot of stars who were able to rest in that contest. Who do you think benefits most, uh, the Bucks or the Hawks, from being able to take some minutes off the legs of their, their starting players? Definitely the Hawks. Thinking about, let's just start with Bogdanovich. We know he's not healthy, bad wheel. Anytime you can, less minutes on the court and more time to try to heal up. I don't know if it's a heal up. I'm not, we're not being told what that injury is. Just says knee soreness. That could be account for a lot of things. But in particular, I think for Trey Young. I mean, Trey Young has to, it's real clear, and we know this throughout the playoffs, he's been sensational since round one playing against the Knicks. This has been the coming out party for Trey Young. If you didn't know who he was prior, you do know who he is now because he has been the catalyst to get them all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals and obviously sensational game, game one against the Bucks. But thinking about the minutes he's expended, not only the minutes he's played, averaging 40 plus minutes per game for the most part, not having to play that many minutes, uh, have a little rest on that side too. But I think for Trey Young here, uh, it has been a grind of the playoffs and what happens is if Trey Young is not able to facilitate, there's not a whole lot of other players on that Hawks offense that can create offense for either them themselves or their teammates everything has to be facilitated out of Trey Young so I think of all the folks that it benefits definitely benefits the Hawks more because they lost that game but also in particular for Trey Young just knowing how much offensive load he has to carry not only for himself to score but when he can't get it done and they take him away there is nobody else that can create shots for themselves. No, Trey Young only goes 28 minutes in game number two, six of 16, one of eight from three, 15 points, nine turnovers for Trey Young, and not that he was alone uh, in struggling in that game. Some quick updates from Major League Baseball. Nats up one nothing over the Marlins in the first inning. Kyle Schwarber coming around to score the run. Ryan Mountcastle with a solo home run off Ross Stripling. And Baltimore goes up one nothing against Toronto. That game is now in the bottom of the first. Uh, for Garrett Cole, how about one pitch and one Boston run as Kike Hernandez 
jumps a fastball on the first pitch of the game, sends it over the monster. Alex Verdugo follows up with a double, and the Boston Red Sox have a one nothing lead over the Yankees, looking for a sweep at Fenway Park in what would be their sixth consecutive win over New York here in this young season. No score between the Phillies and the Mets as Marcus Stroman gets some help from his defense to avoid a Philadelphia rally in the first inning. We've got an original sixer in Montreal and a far from original sixer in Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup Finals. More on that when we come back on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is Beeson's Betting Across America, live from Las Vegas and Denver, Colorado, presented by BetMGM. Adam Candy joined by James Salinas. The National Hockey League is down to just two. Montreal visiting Tampa Bay for the Stanley Cup. We are looking at a start tomorrow evening, 8 o'clock Eastern. Game 1 sees the Lightning as 2-1 to one favorites with the Canadiens back plus 185. Total is at 5 with uh, even money to the under minus 120 on the over. Uh, James, let's start here at the very top with these two teams. And I want to get your opinion on something because we've seen the series price here shorten up. Originally, I Tampa minus 275. We're seeing Tampa minus 250 now. Montreal back plus 200. So the Golden Knights series against Montreal started with Vegas minus 500, Montreal plus 375. So my question to you is, do you think that Montreal has earned that much respect here, or do you think we were just mispriced on Vegas and the Canadiens? I think it's a bit of both, Adam. I think they're they're earning the respect now. I mean, how can you not? Not only going through Vegas the way that they did and how dominant they were. I know they've some of the close games, but thinking about how dominant they were on the defensive side, not only with Carey Price in goal, but limiting the 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 multiple forwards, the lines that you saw out of the Vegas Golden Knights, Mark Stone, so many different great players on there that really Stone got stoned and they really got frustrated with not having a whole lot of scoring chances. You can pepper pepper the goalie all you want from outside you know out, outside the the circles but ultimately it was the lack of scoring chances the lack of second opportunities for the Vegas Golden Knights only four goals out of their forwards here and yeah i think not only in that series how well montreal played but after being down 3 to 1 in that first series against the leafs and how thinking about where this team is a lot of young talent on that team too that's playing with a lot of confidence but i think yeah was it overpriced for sure with vegas i think so that first round or this last round five dollars and maybe Vegas I think if there's ever a team that knows where they sit when it comes to point spreads or in this case what their uh, their series price is it would be the Vegas Golden Knights and I think they use that as motivation big motivation in the series prior against the Avalanche being the underdog like they were and then being such a big favorite sitting there at five dollars feeling like all right well this is going to be a cakewalk for us to get to the Stanley Cup finals and obviously that didn't end up happening with Montreal, how well they played, especially on the defensive side. That penalty kill for them was sensational. 17 penalty kills, no goals given up. I mean, that was the biggest difference to me in, the, in that series was how great they were on special teams were the Canadians. No, they really did stone the Vegas Golden Knights on power play. It's been the number one penalty kill in the playoffs all the way throughout. You're finally seeing a Montreal team that had the analytics to support this kind of play all year long without the results. Get the results. Uh, This is Carey Price carrying them in moments, but it is a Montreal team that has gotten a huge, huge boost from the addition of Cole Caulfield and what he's meant to that line, the reigning Hobie Baker winner coming in here later in the season and helping out Montreal in that line with Nick Suzuki. They really have some jump. That being said, this is the biggest challenge they will have faced, and this Montreal team uh, is not as skilled on the third and fourth lines as Tampa Bay because nobody is as skilled on third and fourth lines as Tampa Bay. This is the deepest group of forwards that the Montreal Canadiens will have faced throughout the entire playoffs. 
That being said, I'm not writing off the Canadiens, but I do think if you're looking at this series price right here and you see Montreal plus 200, I don't really see where this series is ending in four or five games in favor of Montreal if you like the Canadiens. So I'd be looking down at the Canadiens 4-2, Canadiens 4-3. You see a combination here of those that would make it really to where if you're playing both of those as a place opposed to playing the 200 on Montreal, you're getting a little closer to 375 uh, as that price on Montreal. So if you're inclined to play the Canadiens, I would be looking in that direction. But as I said, uh, this is going to be the biggest challenge that the Canadiens have faced thus far, also because of Andre Vasilevsky and what he offers at the back end of that Tampa Bay defense. Uh, Montreal's not out of it. They weren't out of it in the last series, um, but this will be a tall task for them. Uh, speaking of tall tasks, it just got very tall for the New York Yankees in Boston as Garrett Cole gives up a three-run home run to Rafael Devers. 4 nothing Boston in the first inning. I need to send an apology out. Uh, my, my good buddy, who is my best Yankees fan friend in the world, his son just graduated high school. He's making his first ever trip to Fenway Park today. Uh, Gabe, I'm so sorry. Uh, this is not the day you anticipated traveling across the country to see your New York Yankees play. 4 nothing Boston here in the first inning. More coming from baseball as well as little NFL when we come back on VEASAN. Feature on VEASAN.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at VEASAN.com. This is Betting Across America, live from Las Vegas and Denver. Adam Candy joined by James Salinas. We were talking NHL and the Stanley Cup final before we went to break. James, I didn't give you an opportunity before then to weigh in on any thoughts you have on the length of the series. You can, of course, play exact number of games. You can play uh, games over under. I know sometimes that's been one that you've uh, taken a look at here. Let's run through those prices real quick. Over under four and a half games, over four and a half games, minus 650 under if you want to play the sweep at plus 450. Five and a half over minus 150, under plus 120, and the series to go the distance, six and a half over plus 225, under minus 300. So those out on the table, if you have thoughts on any of those or anything else in terms of this series, James. Yeah, I think for as far as the series go, I, 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 like, the I like the Lightning to win the series and win the cup here, but... Is it going to be a sweep? No, I think what we'll see is we, we've seen out of the Canadians, that's as resilient a team as we see. That's why they're sitting where they're at right now. And I think we're going to get at least six games out of this series, if not seven. And so looking at these series prices or the exact, the correct series result with the Lightning, since I do favor the Lightning here, although I have a little trepidation about how healthy Kucherov is. I know he did get out there in game seven, uh, but he clearly was not himself. He had 16, 17 minutes out there on the ice. 
Price, but I think he's definitely going to be a target for the Canadians that will, he's going to have a big target on his back as right where it hurts is where his back is. I think the Canadians are going to be very physical with him. So that's kind of concerning for me. We know what a special player he is and leads all of NHL through the playoffs as far as points go. But looking at the Lightning to win in six is plus 400. Looking at the Lightning to win in seven is plus 400. And I didn't, I, I did that quite a bit in a number of the first round and second round series where getting the exact series price and taking a couple. So now you got to put out a couple bets. So that's one thing you've got to, you got to put out more risk. But in this case here, the more risk, the more reward if Tampa wins the series and does it go beyond five games. And I think that it does. So I think that's probably where I'll go and get involved in the series. However, thinking about game one, I like Montreal in game one, plus 165, plus 170, wherever you look. Uh, I, I think right now, I think that was a grueling series for Tampa going through New York. Anytime you're going to play a Barry Trotz team in the Islanders, that is going to be a very physical and grueling series, and that's exactly how that played out, a one nothing game seven final win to, to push the Lightning into the championship here. But... Is there a little bit of a, are they going to be able to duplicate the same effort, energy, and intensity that they did in that game seven and turn right back around here? I know it's a, an extra day off, so two days off to rest, but it's just hard to simulate that same intensity when everything's on the line to get to the Stanley Cup final playing in against game seven. Now it's game one, and all right, well, maybe it's an exhale. And whew, all right, well, we got there. We got it done. We're back in the finals. We expect to win. And now you've got a very motivated Montreal team. That's had some time to rest and recuperate and get ready to get after it here. I like I like the spot right now, game one for the Canadians. So thinking about those series prices, I may not get involved come game one since I do like the Canadians win because if the Canadians do win game one, we're going to see some significant, I would think we'd see some change. We'll see some change. I don't know how significant it will be, Adam, but those the Lightning to win in four or to win in six and to win in seven get better odds if the Canadians do end up winning game one. In game one, I don't necessarily hate, although I don't want to pay the minus 20, I don't necessarily hate being able to play over five in this game. We've talked about this previously, James. If you're going to see teams be able to score in these long series, you're generally going to be able to see them score early in these series. You might look at Tampa Bay with some tired legs, as you just mentioned, coming off a game against Montreal. And I don't think you have to look any farther back than Vegas against Colorado in game one of the Western Conference semifinals, in which you saw the Vegas Golden Knights after a seven-game series that had been just a slugfest against Minnesota come out completely flat. Pete DeBoer, the coach, said they had no legs and it ends up being a 7-1 to final in that game. Uh, I think if you're going to see something where there are more goals, you're going to see it early on. A total of five, only having to pay minus 20 on the over. Uh, might be something that uh, I will keep an eye on as we get a little bit closer to game time. Let's get you some updates on what's happening with games that are live here right now in Major League Baseball. Baltimore has a one nothing lead over the Toronto Blue Jays. That game in the bottom of the second inning. And Ryan Mountcastle home run off Ross Stripling has Baltimore ahead, but with a threat of two on and nobody out, the Toronto Blue Jays minus 286 to win this game. Total still sitting at 10.5 from the pregame. Marlins are even money coming back. No score between the Angels and the Rays down in Tampa. The minus 167 on Tampa, plus 128 on the Angels, Cincinnati Reds hosting the Atlanta Brewers. No score there. Uh, Cincinnati in the bottom of the second inning. Muller on the mound for Atlanta. 
Minus 167 on the Reds, plus 133 on the Braves. Phillies and Mets, uh, James told you about his thoughts on that one with Marcus Stroman. And no score between those sides as we are early on in that game. Mets minus 159 and the Philadelphia Phillies are plus 128. Uh, Games coming up here that are starting in the next half hour. So we'll just run through uh, some of your choices on the menu. You've got the Colorado Rockies with Chichi Gonzalez visiting Eric Lauer and the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers minus 180, Rockies plus 165, total of nine. Gonzalez and Keuchel for Seattle and Washington. Uh, White Sox think that game might be uh, either delayed or rained out. We'll double check on that one. Jay Happ for Minnesota against Henches for the uh, Cleveland Indians. You've got Minnesota minus 129 and the Cleveland Indians coming back plus 119. Oviedo for the Cardinals. Kranich for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And you've got the St. Louis Cardinals minus 136 plus 126 back on the Pirates total of nine. It was nine and a half in the Minnesota and Cleveland game. Realize I hadn't mentioned that one for you. NFL, when we come back here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't Nick? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. $1 wager on the Dodgers or Cubs into 100. Bet MGM if either team hits a home run. Just use bonus code VEASAN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VEASAN100. New customer offer paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C. or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789 in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. This promotional offer is not available in Nevada. This is Betting Across America. You are tuned into VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Thanks for spending part of your Sunday with us, us being Adam Candy here in Las Vegas. James Salinas joining me from Denver, Colorado as James. There's nothing I love more than the names on these segments. Credit to our producer, Steph Kamershack, as we're first going to talk about the underachievers in the NFL before later in the show. We talk about the overachievers. Uh, Which of these teams do you think will stay under a win total of at least 10? And these totals that we're going to talk about stretch from 10 wins all the way up to 12 and a half on the Chiefs. And obviously the juice all over the place uh, on these. So before I get into any individual teams here and asking you about their fortunes, James, does anyone on this list of 49ers, Bills, Browns, Rams, Ravens, Bucks, and Chiefs jump right out at you and say, oh, yeah, that's one that I think is going under? There's two of them, actually. It's the Ravens and the Chiefs. So let's start with the Ravens first. I think the Ravens, I always look at the schedules first, look at what division they play in, and aside from the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, very tough division to play in in that AFC North. A lot of rivalries. There's actually a few rivalries left in the NFL, and most of them reside there in the AFC North. And I think for the Ravens, I think they've reached their ceiling offensively. With with Jackson, he is what he is. You can try to get whatever receivers you want to come on and get a new quarterback whisperer coach to come in and get in his ear. He He's not an accurate thrower and it's not going to change over the off season. He is who he is. And yeah, he's a difficult matchup when it comes to the running game and being able to get out in the space. But we've also seen how you combat that and teams can just get up there and load up and stack. Now he does have the arm to get it over the top, but the accuracy piece is the challenge. And until he starts to be able to do something where he's more consistent throwing the ball down the field with accuracy, they are going to be a bet against for me. And I think for the for the Ravens, offensively challenged, one-dimensional offense going forward into this season and looking at the division as well as the schedule, overall schedule that they play. Sitting there at, where were they? Sitting there at 11, it's, it's priced $1.10 either way. 
making getting to 12. Now, we know there's 17 games in the season this year, so we have to shift our thinking, and I'm trying to do that too. I'm right away, I'm looking at 11. That's 11 and 5, but shifting the thinking there, 11 wins. Needing to beat you there, they have to go 12 wins, lose five games. I think it's clear. Uh, this is just not a Ravens team that I like going into the season because of the challenge that they're going to have offensively because they really aren't going to be able to do much more than where they're at right now with Jackson. When we talk about that Ravens team and talk about the numbers specifically on that 11, I think the great point that you make there is you got to get to 12 to win. And when you're looking at that number of 11, just because that doesn't have the the hook on it and I'm not getting – I should say that I am getting the the push protection on. It doesn't mean anything to me when I'm having to play a season win total that I'm locking my money up until January for. Uh, I, that's not something that I find particularly attractive. The other thing I look at with the Ravens is that division is going to be brutal this year in terms of the defenses. Uh, yes, Cincinnati is not exactly that type of defense. However, you're going to have to score with Cincinnati this year, assuming Joe Burrow uh, has any sort of health. So, that is not a great matchup for the Baltimore Ravens either. You look at the Cleveland Browns, you look at a Pittsburgh Steelers team that offensively isn't much, but defensively still has a lot of the pieces in place. And you see that that would be a challenging setup for the Ravens when you see that they've got the Rams, when they've got the Packers, if they are still to have Aaron Rodgers, they have a Colts team that is going to be a challenge. You have to go to Denver against the defense that is going to be stout for the Broncos this year. I like that one uh, to the under as well. Um, I, I, the number I don't like on this, James, at, at my, having to pay minus 50, but I'm kind of at the point where the, with the Los Angeles Rams where I need to see it. I need to. I've heard all this hype about Matthew Stafford. I've heard all this hype about what he's going to be able to do with this offense, and I need to see it in this particular division in the NFC West. When I see that you've got teams here that probably all are at least a good bet for nine wins or so, I don't know that anybody in this division is someone I would immediately look at and say they're going to finish under 500, but. Defense is not a repeatable skill. The analytics have proven this over and over again, that over the course of the last 10 years, there have only been two defenses that have been able to repeat in the top three in the NFL. That is not an easy thing to do. So I would not look at the Rams, especially considering the losses they've taken in the secondary in free agency and say that these Rams are going to be able to just repeat what they've done before. Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. Jalen Ramsey is Jalen Ramsey. I get it. But you look across the division at Seattle, you look at the 49ers, and you look at that Arizona offense, and you realize that life is going to be difficult on the Los Angeles Rams this year. And just the same way we talked about the fact that the Ravens have to play the Rams, well, the Rams have to play that Ravens defense as well. Uh, they do have some favorable games when it comes to out of division, talking about playing against the Jaguars and the Lions and the Texans. So there are things that line up in their favor, but you also have to go and you open Bears, Colts, Bucks, Cards, and Seahawks in the first five weeks, and that's a short week having to go to Seattle. If you told me the Rams came out of that one and four, I wouldn't be shocked. If you told me they came out two and three, I would think that would be just about right. So, uh, James, Rams at 10.5. I know the under is minus 150, but let's just talk overall about your thoughts on this Rams team. 
Yeah, we'll skip the juice there. I'm right there with you. I agree, and and a lot of hype about it. And and like I really like McVeigh as a coach, especially an offensive coach. And he, I think he did everything he could with Jared Goff to put him in positions to be successful. It was when the plays got broke, whether plays broke down or they the defense took away those first options. That's where Goff really struggled. Now you're going to get Stafford in there, veteran quarterback. But there hasn't ever been any expectations for Stafford in Detroit because Detroit's been so bad for so long now the expectations are we are going to win because you are coming here to Los Angeles to our ball club and you are the you are the quarterback that is going to push us over to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl because they've been to the Super Bowl before and had there with Goff but couldn't get there because Goff was not going to make those plays in the Super Bowl to win the championship now that's some pressure that comes with that and now you've got a target on your back not only as the quarterback but this entire team and I agree not only in that division NFC West to me top to bottom most competitive division in the NFL. And then you mentioned the schedule of how they start. Well, look at look at how this schedule plays out and how it finishes. You're going to have road games at Arizona, Minnesota, at Baltimore, coupled with two games in between against Seattle and San Francisco. So tough start to the schedule and a really brutal finish to the schedule for the Rams as well. I don't like it either. I like the under there. I don't like the juice sitting there at $1.50, but as far as being able to surpass that win total, I don't like it either. Really, as I take a look down the rest of this list, James, nothing is quite as obvious to me when I talk about unders. Uh, you know, we're talking Chiefs at 12 and a half. If you're playing the under on that, you're essentially saying you think that this Chiefs team, uh, 12 and 5, I, I think that is an absolute worst case scenario for the Chiefs uh, in that spot. Buccaneers at 11 and a half. You're getting plus 125 to, to play the under, but. What exactly is it that scares you about that division if you're talking about Tampa Bay? Um, you know, we discussed the Ravens. We discussed the Rams. The Browns are even money uh, to go under 10 and a half, but I feel like that is, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, James, I feel like that is a number right there where I'm leaning far more toward the over than I am toward the under on the Cleveland Browns at 10 and a half uh, minus 120. Bills under 10 and a half. Again, it's plus 130, but it's plus 130 for a reason. Uh, this Buffalo Buffalo team has all of the pieces in place. And, of course, uh, I think you and I have talked before about uh, we're both uh, bullish on the prospects for the 49ers are sitting there at 10. Yeah, I think for the uh, looking at some of the other teams you mentioned, thinking about which teams got better. In that division, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna go back to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, yeah, Kansas City, 14 and two. We know how good they are. Anytime you're going with Mahomes in the lineup, you have the ability to not only win but win convincingly on the offensive side. But questions on the offensive line. We saw that play out in the Super Bowl. Don't know if they've done enough to address the tackle position, which is the biggest concern for me. What is that going to look like? I know they 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 got the kid coming over from Baltimore, but not a great run blocker, and I think that's why they got rid of him there. So maybe that's going to be a good fit at left tackle, but I think for the Chiefs, they are the team that everybody circles on their schedule when the schedule comes out. Everybody, where the, we got the Chiefs, there it is, circled, circled, circled. They get the best effort out of each and every one of their opponents, and I think that's the challenge there. Not only throughout their entire 17-game schedule, that they will be the target on the back for every team. That's their measuring stick, in a sense, but also, aside from your Las Vegas Raiders right down the street from you there in, at the South Point, 
I think the Chargers have gotten themselves better. Not only have they just upgraded the coaching. Now, you typically go against young coaches coming in first time, first go around. But as far as game management goes, couldn't do any worse than what Anthony Lynn was doing there with the Chargers. And I think we'll see another year of development for Herbert there at the quarterback position. Chargers get better. I really like what the Broncos have done, especially on the defensive side, on that back end in the secondary. Very formidable defense there in Denver. And we'll actually have fans in the stands down there at mile high. So I think it's going to be a challenge for the Chiefs to be able to top that number just based on what we've seen on the offensive line, the schedule factors, as well as defensively. You can still run at that football team. I don't like their corners either. So the defense is not going to win games for them. It all has to fall on the shoulders of Mahomes. The one thing I will say for the Chiefs in terms of schedule, uh, they get the bonus boost of being matched up against the NFC East this year. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. When we come back, we'll have our man Dwayne Colucci from the South Point and Rampart in the next hour of Betting Across America from Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.